I just believe that we deserve wins on this journey. We deserve wins during the day. And so often those wins are connected to how we feel emotionally, how we're feeling motivated. And that's where I think essential oils come into play so beautifully. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Seek the Joy podcast. Happy Seek the Joy Tuesday. I'm your host, Sydney Weiss, and in this week's new episode, we're talking all about essential oils and their power to really positively impact our health and overall well-being. And I'm a total novice in this space. I'm not going to lie. I don't know a ton about essential oils, but I'm fascinated and I want to learn more. And so when I was first connected with Dr. Marisa Snyder, I was like, uh, how fast can we get you on the podcast to have this conversation? Because I am so interested and excited to start bringing more essential oils into my life. And so we sat down and we had a great conversation where Dr. Marisa really shares all about her healing journey, emerging from hormone chaos and where her journey with essential oils began and the role, the really incredible role that they've played in her health and wellness journey. We chat about root cause medicine, why it's important, and her top tips to get to the root cause of our symptoms and recognizing that we are all worthy of our own healing. We talk about essential oils and where to start. Dr. Marisa's go-to blends, how to use essential oils to help balance your emotions and heal any ailments and the science behind essential oils. And uh, her knowledge is next level. Plus, Dr. Marisa shares her joy list, how she connects to that feeling of joy, her go-to mantras, and so much more. I was honestly so excited to sit down and to have this conversation, and Dr. Marisa actually just came out with a new book. It's called The Essential Oils Hormone Solution, and in that book, she focuses on balancing hormones with the power of nutrition, self-care, and essential oils, and I've been very honest um, in this episode and in previous ones that I have struggled with my hormone health over the last I don't know, four years, probably much longer. And so I'm always really interested in learning about new tools and new things that I can do to help balance my hormones and help me feel better in my skin and in my day-to-day life. And so I'm just... I'm excited for you guys to hear this one. And before we dive in to this week's new episode, I've got to share with you the iTunes review of the week. And this week it comes from Xanadu Roke and it says 10 out of 10. This podcast is such a fresh take and such an eye-opening podcast. Sydney delivers her information so eloquently while staying so humble and laid back. A great listen and great guests. Xanadu, thank you so much for this rating and review of the show. And guys, if you have been enjoying Seek the Joy podcast, if you want to send a little love and support our way, if you want to help me spread the mission and the goal and these incredible episodes and these guests with some more people, I would be so grateful if you left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, wherever it is really that you listen to podcasts. And when you do, take a screenshot of that review, send it to sydney at seekthejoypodcast.com. I will send you our new and improved guide for infusing more joy into your life. And it's a great way for us to connect outside of the show and make sure to hit subscribe, um, share it with anyone that you think might love or connect with the message of the show. And I'm excited. We are almost by the way at the two year anniversary of seek the joy podcast. So it's pretty cool and it's pretty surreal to be able to do this. 
All right, guys, that's it. Dr. Marisa is truly passionate about helping women create a life that they love to live. And I am so excited for you to tune into this one. I'm excited to keep going on this journey with essential oils and learning about how I can bring them into my life. So make sure to join the conversation on our social media channels. We are at Seek the Joy Podcast everywhere. Let me know what you thought about this week's new episode. And also, do you use essential oils? And if so, what is your go-to blend? And how do you incorporate essential oils? into your life let me know join the conversation on our social media channels send me an email let's just chat about it i am so just excited to learn more so without further ado here is my conversation with dr marisa i'd love to talk a little bit about your own journey with essential oils and what that's been like, because now it's your whole life. It's your business. So where did all of this start? Absolutely. I love to tell that story. And so I'm going to take you back actually before essential oils, just a tiny little bit. Um, and, and I'll show you how they came into my world. So about 10, 10 years ago ish or so late twenties, early thirties, I basically found myself in the midst of what I called hormone chaos. Mind you, there are more technical words for it. So I had chronic fatigue. Um, my progesterone levels, estrogen levels were completely whacked out. But really, basically, I found myself crawling on the floor, just trying to get up to go and see patients every single day. Wow. And I knew that I was in trouble. Like you just get to that point where you have nothing for anybody. And, and I knew that I had, and not to say that I, that I'm blaming myself entirely, but I definitely played a role in how I got there. You know, mm-hmm. I used to live this lie where, um, I thought as long as I wasn't crawling on the floor, I was managing my stress until one day. That's exactly what I did to myself. I was on the floor crawling from the bed to the bathroom just to get ready oh to go to work and see patients. And it was a really trying time because a lot of my patients were women who were struggling with the same issues. They usually were typically a little bit older than me, but I felt like such a phony because here I am struggling myself and not really having all the tools for these amazing women to take care of. Yeah. So I went to the doctor just to, cause, to get definitive tests and I wanted to know what was going on. Sure enough, the test fully indicated what was going on with my body. Like I said, I had absolutely practically no cortisol or reverse cortisol. I was in major adrenal fatigue. I had, you know, like I said, my progesterone levels were practically gone. Estrogen levels are out of control. So I remember seeing the labs and it all, at least having like validation, like, okay, I can see that there's something wrong here. And I remember the doctor ended up giving me two prescriptions, one for birth control pill. And I forget what anxiety medication she had given me. But I remember looking at these two prescriptions and saying to myself, like, oh, my gosh, this is not going Mm -hmm. to get me well. So I never fulfilled those scripts because I knew that that wasn't the path towards my wellness journey. Um, And I the one thing that a lot of people don't know about me was before I was a practitioner, I was a biochemist for many years in my first life. (laughs) <laughs> and I worked at a lab called, called the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. Um, it's this huge lab there. And I literally had the the pocket protector, the goggles. I even had embroidered lab coats. Like that's oh how God. serious. I was a true scientist, yeah, right? I love it. And the one thing that I knew that I could rely on was my ability to research. I was a bulldog for research. And I knew that there were 
I wasn't, the one thing I also knew was that I was not unique. My story was not unique. I knew that other women were struggling with this. My mom had major struggles with this. And so I, I knew that there were doctors or there were, there were some type of specialists working with women to get them back on track. Mm -hmm. So I began to dig into the research and I'll be honest with you. It took me a good couple of years to get my body back on track when I didn't have a lot of assistance because there weren't a lot of people working on these types of concerns right. um, at the time. And this was just 10 years ago. You think about how much has changed in just 10 years. So much. Right? It's crazy. So much. My, and the fact that for some reason we weren't really taking care of women like 10 years ago was mm -hmm. just crazy to me mm -hmm. too. But the one thing I will say, so we fast forward about three years. This is where oils come into place. The one thing that I wasn't able to kick um, from all those years of, of having that severe adrenal issue, those adrenal fatigue issues, was that I was still chronically sick all the time. Like I had obliterated my immune system. And so I was getting colds and flus and strep throat like seven to 10 times a year. Wow. And finally, I had a good friend of mine who was visiting me in town and she had an essential oil blend, an immune system essential oil blend. And she basically sat me down and she's like, listen, I am so sick and tired of you being <laughs> sick and tired all the time. Like, I'm really worried about you. And at the time, it wasn't like I wasn't trying to do things. I was drinking all the nasty tinctures. I was taking all the echinacea, the yeah. vitamin C. I was doing it all. And yet I could not win this battle. I was I was a receptacle for any type of op opportunistic to come into my body. Yeah. And we had kids in the practice all over the place. And so a three-year-old would be in the office. The next day I was sick, you know, so that's what was going down. Yeah. So I started using this oil because I honestly, I would do anything at this point. And I did all the things. I had no idea how to use essential oils. I was like, how do you, what do you do with this thing? Right. I was putting it in my bathtub. I was putting it in my tea. I was diffusing it. I was slathering myself in it. I mean, I was like, <laughs> get, hook me up, get rid of this. But I, but if we fast forward another three and a half years or so, I had, I did not get sick in for almost three and a half years. That's amazing. So I went from 10 times a year, give or take, yeah. to do zero. I literally missed out on like 30 colds and flus. Amazing. And I'll tell you what, I did not miss one of them. Heck I didn't. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing though. I mean, it just goes to show that your health journey is so fascinating to me because there are so many parallels within my own journey. I have struggled with my own hormones. I have had and probably still do have some adrenal fatigue. It's been a roller coaster of a ride the last three years. And I have found that the things that help me are not prescriptions. They are not what the traditional, you know, OBGYN would tell me to do. It's been herbs. It's been essential oils. It's been changing my diet and my lifestyle. And I think what you said is so perfect. The fact that 10 years ago, we weren't focusing on women's health the same way. We weren't looking at alternative remedies. These things that are so beneficial and natural and that we can find pretty much anywhere were not available. It was not mainstream. It's amazing to see the transition and just where we are today. It's really, I'm a fan. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I absolutely agree with you 100%. And I still feel like we've got some more work to do. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we still have women where the common, the common length of time for a PCOS or endometriosis or Hajimoto's hypothyroid diagnosis is around five to seven years or it's longer. Wild. It's wild. And so, and then once we get that diagnosis, we're not usually given, like, I always want to know what the root cause is. Like, mm -hmm. how did, how did I get that in the first place? Like, yeah. how is it that that ended up happening to me? 
um, I was on the phone with my, my mom's boyfriend. I don't mean to call him out, but I'm going to do it anyway. And <laughs> he, something had happened and he basically got diagnosed with, um, with diverticulitis. Mm-hmm. And my mom texted me yesterday and I was like, what, how did that happen? And so she calls me and cause she wants to know what to do. And I was like, well, they're going to give him either, you know, hopefully he doesn't have surgery. They're going to give him a crazy amount of antibiotics yeah. and then they're going to, they're going to limit and restrict his diet because his colon is mega inflamed right now, but then they're just going to send him on his way. Mm-hmm. And the thing about diverticulitis or any type of inflamed gut issue, this being the colon, um, is that if you don't, act right, it's going to come back. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Always. And so I was on the phone with him and he's like, oh, they're going to give me the things and they're going to send me on my way. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to move on. I'm like, uh-uh, not if you keep right. going on. So I was like trying to break down, like we got to figure out what the root cause of of how you got this. Yeah. You know, we got to, that's where we got to dig deeper into. And it, you know, just this, this idea of thinking about root cause medicine is just a really interesting concept for a lot of people. Like, he's just like, what do you mean? We have, you know, and I was like, well, I just don't want this to happen again. And right. then I thought to myself, well, if your colon's on fire, what else could be on fire? Mm-hmm. You know? So that just opened the door for other things. And so it was a good comment. He was, he used to be a fireman. So I was using fire analogies to kind of help him understand. It's true. I mean, inflamed when anything in our bodies are inflamed, I mean, it is on fire. And so what can we do to not only cool the fires, right, but also figure out what started it to begin Mm -hmm. with. And so if someone is listening and they're resonating with what you're sharing, what are some tips or how have you been able to get to the root cause of your health issues? What are some things that you looked for or started to change? Absolutely. You know, the initial things that I did, I think are the big players, you know, when when it comes to, I think overall health and wellness in general, it's going to be no surprise to people is, you know, voting for what is on the tip of your fork Mm -hmm. is going to be huge. Food is so foundational. Food will help beat disease. So food was the big thing that I shifted. And food is always the focus. First thing, I would say it's foundational. Number two is reducing our toxic load. Um, whether And that's why I love essential oils as well. There's so many things that we're using every single day. The average woman puts on, you know, she's exposed to about 150 to 200 chemicals. And wow. those are oftentimes endocrine disruptors and obesogens and neuro disruptors. And so we have to be really mindful. Like the more that we can reduce our toxic load, um, the, the better chances we have to really having cellular vitality. And then number three, and this is the one that requires a little, all of them require work, but this one I felt like for me was the hardest because I can absolutely change what's in my fridge and learn how to cook those things. I can absolutely swap out synthetic products for organic products or even do it yourself, kind of make my own stuff, right? I could do mm-hmm. that. But the third thing was the hardest and that's overcoming, that's that's getting the mindset correct, understanding that you're worthy of healing mm-hmm. and, um, and, and managing perceived stress, worry, and all that kind of stuff that goes on. So clearing the cobwebs. And this was number three was the hardest for me because I couldn't see it. I just couldn't see it. So I kept changing one and two and other things I was bringing, I was doing yoga. I was even meditating. I was journaling. I was doing a lot of the work, but I didn't understand why. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This piece about knowing and recognizing that you're worthy of healing It is so powerful because I have found, and tell me if this resonates for you too, when you shift your mindset, when you step into realizing that you are worthy of your own healing, that you are worthy of feeling good in your body, you start to recognize how you've been out of whack, right? How you haven't been feeling good. Like that headache you've been having for 
six months, you realize, oh, that's not normal. Because I think we can get accustomed to our symptoms and we live with them and we tolerate them. And I think it plays a role in that mindset of like when you realize you're worthy of feeling good, you start to realize what's not in alignment, what doesn't feel good, the things that you need to start to investigate, what are the root causes, what can I change? That to me, that's, there's a huge connection there. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was the game change for me. I kept stumbling backwards yeah. and that, and that's why it took me a couple of years to get, get better was that I kept stumbling backwards. And what that stumbling backwards was is I had no idea. I, I didn't look into the fact that my mode of operation was driven by this disempowering belief that my worthiness was only predicated on how much I did for others and how productive I could be. Yes. And I was, I took me, people always ask, how do you even uncover that? And I'll be honest, you know, I was, I was reading a lot of books. I was, I was going to a lot of conferences and I was journaling a lot because I was like, why can't I figure this out? Like I'm, I I have a quote that I share so often. It's you can't green smoothie your way out of chronic stress. Mm. And I was, girl, I was trying, I was (laughs) drinking. I thought the green juices, everything, everything, this will fix it. No, it doesn't. It doesn't fix your mode of operations. Mm -hmm you know, your core drivers. And so that was what I had to really unpack was like, oh my gosh, I am, I am subconsciously being driven into the ground over and over and over again. It's no wonder I'm not getting better. And I truly did not believe I deserved any of it. Yeah. That, I mean, I can go on and on and on and on about the power of our emotions and our mindset and the role that it plays in our health, because it takes real deep work. And I think you shared that it took you three years to start to really feel better while you were doing all this work. Mm-hmm. It did. Cause it took me three years to finally figure it out. Yeah. And it's a journey and it's a process. And I think uh, for me, I found this and I know for so many people that listen to this podcast, when you start to peel back, you know, the layers of the onion, you start with journaling, you start with meditation, then you start going a little bit deeper, you change your food, you change your lifestyle, you start to evaluate your emotions and your mindset. And it takes time to get to the core of what's going on and what is affecting your day-to-day health. And then you can start to change it and start to feel better, which I know we all just really want to do. We all just want to feel better. We absolutely do. And and it's that, that allowing ourselves to have the grace, you know, allowing ourselves, I was trying to plow through my wellness journey. You know, I was like, <laughs> well, I plow through everything else with relative success. I can plow through getting better. And it was literally that mindset that was not getting me well. Yeah. And so and I'll be honest with you, you know, I, I will say that, you know, these, these, this journey is, is a forever journey. You know, this, a year yeah. and a half ago, I was diagnosed with Hajimoto's and hypothyroid and it was a really embarrassing time for me. Mm. Um, and it was a real, I didn't, I, I really didn't want it to be true. And I, I had been ignoring the symptoms for a while. I thought it was just stress again. I thought it just had a lot on my plate. And, you know, I truly, I love everything that I do and I'm so mission driven. And I was like, I must just be, we must just be overworking ourselves. And, but the the symptoms kept adding up and adding up and, but everything was subclinical. So I kept missing it. I kept missing the labs and it just wasn't making sense until finally I was in the middle of writing this new book 
the essential oils hormone solution when the, the, I was just obvious. I was like, it just, it felt like it was right in my face. Like I just couldn't see it. So we ran, we ran labs again. And sure enough, um, that, that was very much the case the the Hajimoto's and the hypothyroid. And yeah. I'm still on that journey right now. Mind you, I've got such phenomenal tools in front of me mm-hmm. and I'm doing great. Like the diagnosis hasn't slowed me down. Um, you know, and, and you wouldn't know from looking at me. And so often a lot of people wouldn't know from looking at somebody. I mean, I was just working out, I'm doing a three hour hike with my husband, um, late, right after this, this, this call. And, um, you know, I'm, we were just in Europe for five weeks Mm. and, you know, you wouldn't necessarily looking at me, you wouldn't know it, but I'm still on that road to recovery, um, to get out, to get into remission from Hajimoto's. And, one, I'm okay with sharing my story. Once the book came out and I, I knew it was a story I needed to share, I started just sharing it wholeheartedly. But um, but the reason why I'm sharing this is that we're con- going to continue to have these healing journeys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to, con- and not to say that I'm not saying someone's just going to get diagnosed with Hajimoto's or hypothyroid, but just know that this is always going to be a journey and you're always going to have to be gut checking that mindset and gut checking that worthiness and gut checking how you take care of yourself. You know, I never thought that after I had dealt with my kind of my mini crisis back in my early 30s, that at almost 40, I would have an, another healing, a major healing moment in my life. And so it's just, I just a testament to making sure that we maintain that mindset mm-hmm. um, because I feel like these, these journeys continue to to play out. They continue to play out and they show up, I think, in different forms. And so fascinating what you shared a little bit about when you started to write your latest book, which I would love to talk a little bit more about and the connection between hormones and essential oils and what you've discovered and the tools that you've embraced and the tools that you now share. But I find it interesting that as you were writing this book, as you were sharing all of this information, it allowed you to embrace your own journey in a different way. And the more that you embraced it, the more you felt comfortable and confident and realized the purpose in you sharing your own journey. Because when we're going through illness or a healing journey, I mean, chronic illness, I would say more often than not is an invisible illness. We can't see it. We don't know what someone is really experiencing and the hardship and the difficulty and Often we don't see, you know, what someone is really experiencing, but I have found that with all of our health and our healing journeys, there's always a purpose and there's always a reason why we experience them. And I find too, that when we embrace that purpose, when we embrace that reason, it allows us to catapult and share in a new and different way. And it sounds like that has totally been your experience. And that's really, really cool to hear that you've taken your journey and what you're experiencing and now you're sharing it with other people. Yes, absolutely. I just, you know, I think knowing that there are millions of women out there who are probably struggling and doctors aren't running the tests or they don't know what's going on. Um, I just feel very connected to that, that, to that need to share my story and to just, you know, I think the more and more we have these conversations, you know, women, it opens the door for women, women recognizing, Oh my gosh, that's what I feel like that a little bit. And that maybe it's, maybe I've been told it's common, but it's not. And, um, and it's okay if I go and find out what's going on and it's okay because I know I've got resources and tools to get me back on track. Yeah, exactly. And I would love to talk about those resources and those tools. And I know we talked a little bit about them already with food and lifestyle and mindset, but what role has essential oils played as a tool in your wellness and healing journey? And if someone is 
brand new to essential oils, where should they start? What should they know? Mm, such a great question. You know, in all of those things, mindset, um, lifestyle, you know, um, how we eat and setting ourselves up for not dealing with cravings, essential oils literally bridge the gap for all of that. Mm. I think the reason why I love oils so much is one, they're non-toxic. And I really have a lot of reverence for plant medicine mm -hmm. and plant therapy and plant energy. If you think about it, I mean, all of the really the true, a lot of the true healing modalities on this planet for us as humans is plants from cilantro to, you know, chelating heavy metals, you know, being a phenomenal heavy metal binder from, yeah. you know, spinach having such powerful antioxidants from blueberries, same thing, right? So there's so many different ways that we can leverage the power of plants, be it through nutrition. But what I love so much about essential oil is that chemistry not only has a profound impact on your emotional well-being, on focus and productivity and energy, but also everyday health concerns like dealing with a, a tummy ache or menstrual cramps or a headache or a sore knee all of those things you can use and leverage essential oils for and then or green cleaning products or personal care and so mm -hmm. that's how we use them i mean we really use them for everything i mentioned that we were gone for five weeks in europe and we had about 20 essential oils between the two of us my husband and i wow. and we i mean some every day something came up every day <laughs> someone got cut someone had a bruise someone had a headache you know like some little things like little first aid things or emotions or you know, we're running high because we maybe missed the train or whatever was going on on the journey and we had an oil for pretty much for everything that came up like we mm -hmm. never had there was no need to go to the pharmacy ever in five weeks when we were in Europe and wow. I just love that we have these this beautiful this medicine cabinet with us at all times that we can just use I just oh I cannot tell you how incredible and how wonderful it is to have that at your fingertips at all times and feel safe and feel confident um, knowing that they're not harmful. Yeah. I think that's important too. And you mentioned this a little bit earlier, especially as women, all the chemicals that we're exposed to, whether it's in our makeup or our lotion or our perfume. And so to have something that you can use and put on your body and it's safe and it's not harmful to help you with headaches or sinus issues or cramps or whatever it might be. I think it's so powerful. What is the essential oil that you use the most often? Is there one that's like your go-to? Oh my gosh. It depends. I, every morning I wake up and I have a wild orange or a tangerine by my bedside mm. and I wake up and start my morning with a drop of either one of those oils. Citrus oils are powerful energy boosters and they boost happy neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin. And I don't know about you, but that's the way I love to start my morning, just energized and feeling. I mean, it, there's just, it literally triggers mm. happy chemistry, which is so profound. But the blend that I have with me all the time is my superwoman blend. It is my zone of genius blend. It is my, it's a, for emotional well-being. It's for stress. It is for, for me, it is, it's an ultimate hormone blend as well, by the way. It can be used for menstrual cramps. It can be used for hot flashes. It's just absolutely amazing. And it smells so divine. And so I carry this blend with me everywhere I go. Um, I usually put it on my wrist and on my inner arms because oils are lipophilic. Mm. They absorb directly into the, into the bloodstream through the tissue. So they kind of, and the cool thing about essential oils or any, any chemistry that you put into your body, that your body's like, Ooh, what's this? Yeah. What are we going to do with this? 
that your body begins to leverage it and well, your liver metabolizes it, your body puts it to work, and you actually use up those oils, you metabolize those chemical constituents in less than three hours of, wow. of usage. And so that's what's really great about you know this kind of chemistry is we know the body is leveraging it for its own benefits. On a cellular level, maybe it's helping to clean up hormone receptor sites, it's helping to ensure cell-to-cell communication. It really just depends what exactly your body is needing at that time. Mm-hmm. Your body's intelligence is making that decision. Kind right. of like your body's intelligence is making the decision of where that blueberry goes. You think about a blueberry with antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, polyphenols, fiber. Your body is literally digesting that taking that apart into light, little teeny you know, chemicals and molecules, and then it's binding to all different parts of the body, all different types of cells, because it's what your body needs. You know, It's, it's yeah. going to use what it needs. Yeah, Same I find thing. that to be so fascinating. I love what you shared about citrus because I love anything that smells citrusy. I think it just puts me in such a good mood. And my go-to essential oil right now is peppermint. And I put it like on the back of my neck, kind of behind my ears because I get these headaches like in my neck. And I swear to you, peppermint oil is the only thing that helps. Not Tylenol, not Motrin, seriously only peppermint. And so I think when we find these things when we find oils that our body obviously responds well to and that are helpful it's a total game changer it's like a little pocket pharmacy like you shared earlier like with you at all times Yes, absolutely. And my, so I have a headache blend. If I'm not sure if you're interested in it. Oh, how cool. It's a 10 mil roller. Um, I used to get really, I had migraines for 15 years and oh occasionally I still get migraines. I have a, it's because I had, um, severe neck trauma when I was a little girl. Mm. And so it's, my neck is always a problem for me. So we, we, on that trip, we always had oils for, for muscle pain, right? But my mm. migraine blend or my headache blend, which I used on tens of thousands of people with great success is a little roller. So it's always with you just in case of emergency. Um, but I do, it's 10 drops of peppermint, um, five drops of lavender, um, and five drops of frankincense. And if you have copaiba, um, copaiba is an endocannabinoid, mm. which literally connects in with pain receptors. Um, it connects in with the CB2 receptors. It's phenomenal. It, all of these oils are natural allergesics, um, which is natural pain relievers. Yeah. And what I love about the frankincense and the um, lavender is that they really loosen tense muscles. So five drops of copaiba, but copaiba is not necessary. Yeah. It's more of a rare oil to get your hands on. But yeah, 10 drops of peppermint, five drops of lavender, five drops of of frankincense. Top it off with Jehovah oil, coconut oil, whatever you like, and just roll it over the area of concern. And I promise you, I mean, you already know peppermint works, Mm -hmm. but those other two oils are so powerful with it. This sounds heavenly and I'm learning so much already just from what you're sharing about the different oils that we can combine and blend because... I'm a novice at all of this, I will admit. And so I, I'm just so fascinated by essential oils and just the power that they can play in our healing journey. And so I'm going to have to get my hands on that blend because it sounds like it's going to be a bit of a game changer for me because my muscles are so tense and it goes back to the the adrenal fatigue and the cortisol and being so tense throughout the day. And so I think for anyone that's listening, no matter what you're experiencing, whether it's 
related to your hormones or your emotions or you want to make sure you don't get sick every time there's a cold and flu season. I mean, there's literally an essential oil for everything. I, I find it to be really fascinating. And oh my really gosh, cool. absolutely. Well, and the cool thing about, let's say you do add on the lavender and the frankincense, there's so many other ways to use those two oils. Yes. Lavender is also a phenomenal allergy oil. Um, it actually it blocks is. histamine reactions. Oh my God, yeah. I had no idea. Uh-huh. And so that's why it's great for bug bites and um, bee stings and mosquito bites because again it it will deal with all that swelling it's it's just amazing so there's so many reasons to use lavender and the frankincense is great it's an anti-aging blend it's also a cellular healer it's an antioxidant it's also anti-inflammatory it's great for boosting brain function and neuropathways there's so many different great ways to use frankincense it's also wow. great for depression too but frankincense I use it on my face every single day because girl I ain't getting any younger so I have a pigment in it gets rid of fine lines. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that oil is a miracle worker. Oh my gosh. So anyway, if you're like trying to justify why you should get a lavender and a frankincense, mm-hmm. those three oils make my top five list. Okay. All right. Writing yeah. And peppermint. Oh my God. Don't let me, don't even let me get started on peppermint oil. Woo. I love it. I'm literally writing all this down as you're speaking because there's just, there's so many oils out there. And I know that there's also a strong connection between our emotions and our hormones. Mm. What role have you seen those three things play together? And I'd love for you to share a little bit about your new book too, because I think in this day and age, we all have something going on with our hormones because it's affected by pollutants in the air, by stress, by the food that we eat. I mean, I feel like we're all a little bit out of whack with our hormones. I'm not going to lie. So I think this is a really powerful book and message for, for everyone. Um, especially if you're looking for, and I hate to say alternative, but it really is alternative to what's mainstream. Hopefully one day that switches and you know, all of this is mainstream and going the other route is more alternative. But anyway, I'll let you take it away. Cause I would love to sure hear a little thing. bit more about the connection between those three things. Absolutely. Well, I will say that I've never met a woman who hasn't struggled with hormones to some degree. Mainly the reason why I say that is hormones control everything in the body, literally Mm -hmm. everything. They are, they're literally just chemical messengers. And the thing about them is that they're chemical messengers that mediate the, our, our, the way that we adapt to the environment. So they're constantly changing and shifting based on what we're doing in the world. So it's, it's no, no surprise at all that we are having an impact just by doing us every right. single day. Right? right. And so note that that's the case. Cause I'm not just talking, I know one time, sometimes we think about, um, just estrogen and progesterone. When we think about hormones, right? We think about mm-hmm. hot flashes mm-hmm. and periods and PMS and, you know, mood swings, that kind of a thing, but insulin and thyroid and cortisol, these are powerful, all-encompassing hormones that have receptor sites on every single cell in the body. And they are making moves every millisecond. And even testosterone too. I mean, as women, we often don't make enough testosterone. And so that plays a role in our hormone health too. I mean, it's, it's everything. It's more encompassing than I think we even, you know, normally hear about. Well, absolutely. And and, you know, even like you look at just, um, and I don't mean to complicate things here, but even vitamin D3 is a hormone in the body. And so just note that there's a lot of things going on. And so when I, so when we look at, and we look at emotions as well, emotions are also chemical messengers. They're actually just 
precious molecules or ligands, and they have a profound impact on, on hormone systems, mainly because where our emotions are being processed, where our memories are being processed, and where our hormones are being processed as we're receiving information from the external world, um, the exogenous world, we it's all happening in the limbic system. Mm-hmm. Everything is happening in that part. And what's so incredible is that our sense of smell is the most powerful sense because it has a direct, no holds bar connection straight into the limbic system and no other sense that we have has that ability because our sense of smell is directly connected to our sense of survival. And when we talk about mode of operation, as I was mentioning earlier, that's the number one mode of operation. It's survival. Mm -hmm. And so that part of the system, that limbic brain, that's why, you know, when we think about our our memories and we think about our our most strongest memories are often associated with where they're usually typically negative negative memories. And that's because that's your brain saying, Hey, maybe we shouldn't let that happen again. You know, so let's really make sure that this is stored in a really, you know, really heavily. And a lot of that's going on inside of the limbic system, really in the amygdala and the hippocampus. And so what I love about the leveraging essential oils is, again, these are also in a lot of ways, chemical messengers, chemical constituents. And so when we breathe them in, they go straight to the limbic system and they have this profound ability to shift the way that we feel. I mean, it's almost instantaneous. It's so fast. And so I've watched people go from, you know, severe worry and panic to rest and relaxation in a matter of 60 seconds by just using essential oils. I remember being on the plane with a woman, I want to say about a year and a half ago, I I, I randomly was sitting next to this woman and I pulled out my oils. I have really bad flight anxiety and my oils are so phenomenal for me, but I pulled out a blend and it was a blend that she was her first blend that she was ever introduced to. And she, I remember when she saw it, she had this look where she was like surprised, but also like she had this like moment where I could see that she, she loved that oil or I could see there was a connection there. And I asked her, I was like, Oh, it looks like you, you probably are familiar with these oils. And she's like, you don't understand that oil, that blend right there took me out of my worst anxiety. And she started to tell me the story. And I just, it was just out of nowhere, out of the blues, just random stranger. She's like, if, if it wasn't for that blend that I could, she had it on her herself. She's like, I don't know if I would even be on this plane right now, mm-hmm. like, you know? And so it's, it's just really amazing to me. The, and I can go into the, the science, I can go into the pathways a little bit, but basically these, these oils, this, this chemistry from these plants, you know, certain plants we know are more grounding, certain plants we know are more elevating, um, certain plants, you know, boost GABA levels versus other ones that boost serotonin levels. And so we can see this really incredible chemical correlation between smelling an essential oil and how it changes the way that we feel. Wow. That is such a cool confirmation. Is it more powerful to smell the oil rather than put it on your body? Or is it the same reaction just takes a different amount of time for the body to process it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I always believe in path of least resistance. If we want to make some pretty profound emotional changes, we really want to get up into that limbic system. Mm, That's really where the changes are going down. And so breathing them in is going to be the most profound. But also, let's say you're dealing with brain fog or you're dealing with, you're not feeling very motivated. You're feeling, you know, you're feeling like you're in, you're in a stuck 
kind of funky place. You know, you, there's definitely oils. I have a, a oil that I call brain fog be gone, mm-hmm. but really it's just a powerful motivating oil. Um, we know that, that rosemary will boost working memory by up to 70%. And there's wow. such great research on that. Um, but peppermint is one of them because not only is peppermint great for headaches, but it also oxygenate, oxygenates the lungs. So it boosts mitochondrial function inside of the brain, which is what's driving energy to begin with. Um, so uh, there's this blend. And not only are you going to get uh, literally an alert and an energy boost and focus boost, but I also have citrus oils in that blend that are designed to help boost the, those really important neurotransmitters, particularly dopamine, to kind of get that inspiration mm-hmm. going again. And so it was very well constructed because I wanted to really hit all the tenets of when we're feeling in that blah state and we want to turn things up. Uh, It's one of my absolute favorite blends when I was working on my book. Anytime I'm working on a really big project, let me be honest, I use this blend every single day. I'm not going to (laughs) pretend because why not? If I could get a little boost. If you have it at your fingertips, I mean, why not use it? Absolutely. And so it's a roller again. and, And yes, you can put this roller behind your neck topically, but I love to put it on my palms and breathe it in because I want that instantaneous experience and feeling. But if you do put it on topically behind the neck, kind of connecting to that brainstem and mm-hmm. right behind the ears, it you'll, you're going to feel the experience as well. It's going to feel like this extra little boost. I call it, it kicks in within about 60 seconds of wow. application. Yeah. So I do both because might as well knock out two birds with one stone. Yeah. So um, it's eight drops of wild orange seven drops of bergamot. So those citrus oils are boosting those motivating neurotransmitters. Also they're energizer bunnies, five drops of rosemary, which is boosting the acetylcholine so that we really are creating working memory, um, five drops of peppermint. So we're oxygenating the brain and turning on the mitochondria and then three drops of frankincense so that we are establishing those powerful neural pathways so that we can continue to have that working memory and that motivation. Um, so you need to top it off with any carrier oil you prefer on the palms take five conscious deep belly breaths behind the neck behind the ears and let it kick in for you and oh my goodness it's incredible wow your knowledge is just like i am i wish you could like people could see my face right now i am so blown away by just the depth of your knowledge and just how you have really not only utilized these oils and these tools but brought it into your life and now you share it with others and it's just so I'm just beyond impressed. I just have to say that. And thank you for all of the different blends that you've shared. And I know people listening to this are probably writing everything down and and want to get their hands on all of this too. And so I know a little bit earlier in our conversation, you shared that a friend sat you down and was like, I am tired of watching you being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of it. And so when she shared that with you and you got your hands on this immune boosting blend, I mean, was that really what kicked off this journey with essential oil? I realized I I never asked you that, but it sounds like that was really like the entryway for you. Yeah, it worked. That's just it. I mean, I always tell people, people are like, well, you know, what, what's up with oils? And I'm like, girl, they work. I I know it. And and that was in the fall of 2000. 
12 or 11. I don't remember Mm. exactly, but like that was the beginning of cold and flu season. And within a couple of months I hadn't gotten sick. And I was like, what is in this blend? And as a biochemist, I know how to dig. I knew how to dig into the research. I knew how to look into oregano and, and rosemary and eucalyptus. And I knew how to look at these oils and see what they do. And the essential oils are antiseptic, antimicrobial, antibacterial. I mean, the research is there. And what was so interesting about this blend as an antiviral is you can see that you know, they had done a, they had done research on this blend, and you could actually see this oil, you know, absorbs into cellular tissue, um, and it stops the replication of viral DNA to our host DNA, which is how viruses work. They just yeah. inject their DNA, and they take over a cell, and they break open, and they continue to do their thing. And so I saw this on a dark field microscope in in this research paper, and I was like, what mm-hmm. is this? And mm-hmm. so it just, I was like, what else can these things do? And it just opened up this world to so much research because there's a lot, there is a lot of research. It's not yeah. like pharmacology yeah. research because money is required to do all of that, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. But in the newest book, I have 45 pages of citations. Like wow. I really wanted to demonstrate and prove that there was a lot of credibility. But the thing that I really want to impart in this, in this, in this beautiful interview that we're having is that the way that I use oils and not to say that we shouldn't, we shouldn't honor and have reverence for the chemistry and for plants in general, because they're definitely, you like it or not, you can, you, you have a cedar wood and a lavender and whether, you know, you can put this in a teenager's room, you can put this under somebody's office desk, who's really mean Mm -hmm. and nasty and whether they like it or not, the oils are going to profoundly impact them. You can absolutely sabotage people with essential oils (laughs) on an emotional scale. (laughs) So they're going to work. Okay. The chemistry is there. However, how I really love to talk about them is leveraging for your own ease and grace. Mm. I just believe that we deserve wins on this journey. We deserve wins during the day. And so often those wins are connected to how we feel emotionally, how we're feeling motivated. And that's where I think essential oils come into play so beautifully. Oils changed my life. They changed my life because they gave me a better tool to manage stress or to set myself up for success in those moments, to manage when I'm feeling overwhelmed, to manage cravings, to manage symptoms of PMS. If I may not have 100% done my body right the month before, I can totally, oh man, when my period comes, girl, I know how I treated myself that month. And so, but I have oils for all of this, you know? So, it's just such a wonderful thing to have a tool set that you can trust yes. that is safe and that is easy. Girl, I just want ease in my life. Amen. I just, you know, and I want simplicity and I want, I want something that works that I, I don't have to wonder about, mm. you know, I'm I always so feel with confident you. In my work. Yeah. Yeah. I've got to ask you a little bit about joy in your life because it sounds like your life is filled with it and that the essential oils have definitely helped you with that. And I know you shared that you just got back from a trip in Europe. And so what are some things that bring you joy and how have you been able to connect to that feeling of joy for yourself? Absolutely. I think the biggest thing that, you know, ties to my joy, you know, there's a lot of, I have actually have joy lists. There are things that I absolutely knew that I I know that I love to do. I always tell people to have a joy list. 10 things that are free and 10 things that cost a little bit of money, right? Mm. Like your yummy matcha latte, right? It's going to cost you $5. But $5 well spent, okay? Absolutely. (laughs) Or bouquets. I have fresh bouquets of flowers every week, you know, brought to the house. And so like, those are my, those are my, my 
favorite things, but they cost a little bit of money. And then we're, we're going to go on this gorgeous hike and today, which I love hiking. So there's mm-hmm. things I punctuate my week with all kinds of things that I love to do, be by the ocean, that kind of thing. But what really incorporates my joy, that feeling of joy is girl, I am so on fire about what I do that every day I wake up and I'm like, how am I going to change this world? How am I going to help women get the answers that they deserve? Like I am. And so I, in everyone's different in terms of what their joy is, but my purpose-driven mission is, is, is my joy driver. Mm. I love that. And I so resonate with that. And I think when we connect to that and we connect to our mission statement, because I'm such a firm believer that we all have one and we don't even have to go out searching for it. We just have to give ourselves the time and the space to uncover it. But when we connect to that and who we are and what we love and what brings us joy, it allows us to connect with it on a bigger scale and share it with others and be able to seek it out when it's there for us. So you and I are very, very much on the same page. Is there a go-to mantra or affirmation or something that you hold on to um, in times of joy, but also in times of difficulty, something that you're really resonating with right now? That is such a great question. I mean, I have a lot of affirmations that I I say every single day and things like, you know, um, you are trustworthy. You are worthy of healing. You know, I I like even things like I forgive you because goodness knows we make mistakes every single day. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's nice to, so a lot of my affirmations are about giving myself grace as well, um, but that I was put on this earth to serve. I'll be honest with you, I mostly serve women, Sydney, and that's what I'm designed to do. So I, yeah. I always have affirmation yeah. like you, no matter what you, no matter what, you are on this earth to serve women and that's what you do best. And oh. so that's one of my favorite affirmations. Um, cause you know, we're 50% of the population. Yes. Yes. And it's an important <laughs> population to serve. take care of men. Yes. It is an important part. I'm like, who's taking care of us? So, you know, that's, I feel like I'm one of those renegades. I get it. I totally get it. And I think reminding yourself of your mission statement and your purpose and who you are. And I think that's a really important affirmation to hold on to. I have so loved having this conversation with you, Marisa. Where can everyone find you? Find your essential oil blends, find your new book, just connect with you and, and really learn more. Absolutely. So where you can find me, well, my favorite place to literally connect with people is on Instagram. It's at Dr. Marisa. So at D-R-M-A-R-I-Z-A. And I share my absolute favorite blends, recipes, how to's, and give context around those blends as well in the posts. So that's a great place. And the, the pictures are super pretty. So Love it's really it. nice to go and, and check them out. The, the podcast, the Essentially You podcast, we just hit our milestone episode 100 um, this week. Wow, and congrats. Congratulations. Oh my God. It makes me so happy. I just love that. It's twice a week. Um, It's all about helping women become the CEO of their health. So they really feel empowered to not only ask the right questions at the doctor's office, but then to come up with an integrative plan um, to really support their body. Something that feels right to them. That's important to me. And then the book, The Essential Oils Hormone Solution is everywhere. It was a national bestseller. It was actually the number one health book in the nation earlier this year, Um, which is so exciting. And you can find it Amazon. It's on sale on Amazon all the time. Probably the best place to get it, to be honest. Perfect. Okay, I'm going to put everything in the show notes. Just thank you so much for coming on Seek the Joy podcast. I had such a fun time connecting with you and learning more about essential oils. And thank you so much for everything that you shared. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. 